Let us be attentive. Praise and return to your Lord our God. In Judah, God is known. His name is great in Israel. Wisdom. The reading is from Paul's letter to the Romans. Let us be attentive. Brethren, salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. The night is far gone. The day is at hand. Let us then cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us conduct ourselves becomingly as in the day, not in reveling and drunkenness, not in debauchery and licentiousness, and not in quarreling and in jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. As for the man who is weak in faith, welcome him, but not for disputes or opinions. One believes he may eat anything, while the weak man eats only vegetables. Let not him who eats despise him who abstains, and let not him who abstains pass judgment on him who eats, for God has welcomed him. Who are you to pass judgment on the servant of another? It is before his own master that he stands or he falls, and no one will be upheld and he will be upheld, for God is able to make him stand. Arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. And with your spirit. The reading is Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Let us be attentive. Glory to you, O Lord. Glory to you. The Lord said, if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. And when you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces, that their fasting may be seen by men. Truly, truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, that your fasting may not be seen by men, but by your Father who is in secret. 
and your, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust consume and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust consumes and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. I think, I think many of us probably recently have heard about Bitcoin in the news. Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a cryptocurrency. Started out in 2008, trading at less than a tenth of a cent, but recently topped 65,000 and has made a lot of people rich. A lot of people. Unlike government-issued currency, Bitcoin and other so-called cryptocurrencies are not backed by the government. Unlike the U.S. dollar that is backed by the U.S. government and all its land and possessions, Bitcoin is only worth, really, what the market says it's worth. Many economists have compared the Bitcoin frenzy to the tulip frenzy of the 1630s in Europe, where at one point, believe it or not, one tulip sold for the equivalent of about the price of five houses. Five houses for a tulip. Bitcoin, quite frankly, has no what we call intrinsic value. What do I mean by intrinsic value? There is no financial calculation to tell us how much Bitcoin is worth. It also has no kind of use like a metal, like gold or silver. Nor is it backed by the government or any kind of underlying thing or asset. The price is only driven by the market. How much someone will pay for it. There is no calculation to prove the worth of Bitcoin. There is no intrinsic value. No intrinsic value. As some have warned, the Bitcoin frenzy will end in tears. But in a way, what is the use of money, even the U.S. dollar, if it is not used for good? As we begin Lent tomorrow, we are reminded at the end of today's gospel lesson to pray and fast the right way, but also at the end, to use our money the right way. 
Christ is quoted saying, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust consume and where thieves break in and steal. All money, not just Bitcoin, you could say, has no intrinsic value in the kingdom of heaven. In other words, it has no value in heaven. It's worthless. Let's be careful. Let's be careful that our pursuit of money in the end doesn't end in tears. Ever heard of the Pineapple Fund? I like this one. The Pineapple Fund. The Pineapple Fund was created and funded anonymously by a person who made millions and millions off of Bitcoin. The anonymous philanthropist plans to give at least $86 million to charity for his or her invest- from his or her investment in Bitcoin. Do you see how that philanthropist gave that Bitcoin some worth? Now that's what I call creating intrinsic value. $86 million to charity. But why is it called the Pineapple Fund? Well, the philanthropist liked pineapple, but noted that if you eat too much pineapple, it can bother your mouth. You ever had that? Where you eat it and it kind of feels funny? If you eat too much, your tongue or lips and the roof of your mouth can feel kind of raw or like it's burning. That is because there's an enzyme in pineapple that uh, it's in there that if you eat too much pineapple, the enzyme can irritate your mouth. The enzyme can make your make more pineapple or other foods taste bad. The anonymous philanthropist said he or she said she had chosen that name for the charitable fund after a pine, pineapple because if you eat too much of the fruit, your mouth becomes kind of tender. So if you have eaten too much pineapple, is a good time to share pineapple. Likewise, the philanthropist explained, it is a good time to share the wealth he or she had earned from Bitcoin. And it's an interesting analogy. I like this. Because too much pineapple can make your mouth burn. It can cause a bad taste in your mouth. It can become kind of sour. Too much money can make a bad taste in our mouths, too. It can sour our lives. Similar to pineapple, we need to share our wealth with others. The great benefactor of the pineapple fund may or may not understand that there is no intrinsic value of Bitcoin, but surely that person understands that the selfish use of money is, and hoarding of it is not only worthless, but can leave a bad taste in your mouth. The selfish hoarding of money, in God's eyes, has no intrinsic value. It is where rust and moth consume. So what is the solution? Today's gospel lesson gives a solution. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust consume and where thieves break in and steal, but
but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust consumes and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Giving money to the poor is an important way to lay up for ourselves treasures in heaven. It is also an important part of Lent, as we learn from today's gospel lesson and also from many hymns throughout the Lenten season. We have, I think, an interesting opportunity coming up during Lent. It seems most of us will be receiving a stimulus check from the U.S. government. Many desperately need these checks due to loss of income due to the pandemic, but many more, quite frankly, don't need the checks. But what are we to do with the money? Susie Orman, the famous financial advisor who is on TV and, and uh, podcast personality, um, recently gave a bunch of advice on this. How to use a stimulus check. But one piece of advice, one piece of advice she gave really struck me. This, financial, this famous financial advisor said, if you don't need the money, give it to people in need. If you don't need the money, give it to people in need. Brothers and sisters in Christ, when that check comes from the federal government, and if you don't need the money, remember to give it at least some of it, or even all of it, to the poor. Whether through our own Philoptichos, or IOCC, or Focus Minnesota, or some other worthy cause we will feature on uh, Wednesdays during Lent, we can create intrinsic value with our money by giving to those in need. By helping the poor, we lave up treasures in heaven for ourselves. May the Lord our God give us the spiritual foresight and planning to do so. Amen.